0: Hello, everybody. It is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to this week's episode. So something a little bit different for you today. Today is a solo episode. It is just me and the microphone sharing perspectives, sharing information, sharing experiences from my career. But instead of just doing one episode, I thought I would actually do for the first time on the show a series of episodes. So think of this as part one of what is going to be four episodes, in fact, the next four solo episodes on the podcast where I'm going to break down one of the most crucial concepts, things that you have to understand as you are building a successful business. Now, the other way to think about this is we are going to go back to basics. Now, I appreciate that a lot of you listen to this show. You hear me talking about exits and creating millions and all these cool things we do in private equity. But you're all on different stages. Some of you are right at the very end. You've built value in your company. You're going to exit in the next couple of years. Awesome. But many of you are at the very beginning of the journey. In fact, some of you may not even have started yet. You might be in a job that you hate or you've just lost a job for the big corporate and you're thinking, you know what, now is the time that I want to get started. So what I'm going to do over the next few weeks, the next sort of number of episodes, these parts of the series Think of it like a great trilogy or a great book series, and if you like Star Wars, it's nine episodes in a row. No, what I'm going to do here is go through four, as I said, interrelated episodes, part one, part two, part three, part four, on the stages of business growth. Now, even if you are that listener that is at the very end and you're getting ready for your exit, just think back and appreciate it was what it was like in the beginning. And if you are at the very beginning, it's important for you to know stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four, so you can know the transition points. And importantly, you can start to reverse engineer the outcome. Now, I'm going to caveat all of this by saying that I have been, of course, involved in each of these stages. I've started companies myself. I've exited companies. I've been involved in every stage in between. And I suppose I built my reputation on scaling up hence the name of the show. But at the same time, I want you to understand that as you think about these things and you start to build through them, you are gonna be much more successful by just the knowledge that you have. And the frame of reference for me is always gonna be about creating something that is transferable that you can exit at some point in the future when you choose to. So as we talk about the various interrelated parts, that's where I am coming from. Okay, sound fun? Bit new, bit different. It won't be a long episode, but as I said, there's going to be four of them. So I hope you enjoy the content that comes from the show over the coming weeks. And at the very end, I have an announcement too. I've got a couple of things that I'm working on right now that I'm sure are going to be of interest. I've started to talk about these things a little bit through my social channels, and there's a lot of you getting excited by what I'm about to do. So I will officially announce some of that stuff on today's show. Okay, stages of business growth. Part one, starting up. Okay, let's start at the very beginning. I haven't done an episode on startup here on the show for a long time, but I just want to talk a little bit about, firstly, what's important, what are the crucial things that you need to put in place, dare I say, master at each stage of business growth so that you can recognize what you need to do to transition to the next stage. To kick it off, I am going to talk about all of the four stages now so you can understand the journey. So first, there is startup, which today's episode is all about. Once you master startup, dare I say it again, you then move in to scale up. Once you are through the scale-up phase, and some people think that that's it. A lot of people say, actually, you go from startup to scale-up, and then you exit your company. There's actually a stage after that, and that stage is called value expansion, and that is the stage that private equity firms, in particular, get right. That's where you harness, if you like, and harvest all of the work that you have put in to your business, all the way back from when you started it. And once you get to a point where the business is of a certain size, then you can exit or platform. I'm going to talk about the difference between that in a second. And that's where you usually get that first major return for all the effort that you are going through to, to scale, start the whole piece of your business. And that's usually where you're transferring the ownership to someone else who's going to take the business to the next part of its journey. Okay, so the way to think about the stages of business growth is, Even though the four that I'm going to go through over the next few weeks are the ones that you will probably be involved in, there are stages beyond that. And that's certainly when the businesses, you know, again, exponentially grow into, you know, the higher levels of the capital markets. But let's focus on startup. So in order to be successful when starting a company, you need to have, in my opinion, five things in place. Or you need to be able to go through these five things and you need to be able to, make sure that they are working before you really move on to the next phase, which is scale-up, okay? So the first thing, the most important thing, in my opinion, is that when you start a company, you have to have what is called product-market fit. Now, that is what it sounds like, but I also appreciate it sounds a little bit academic. All we're saying here is that you have something right, a product or a service that solves a identifiable, meaningful problem for the customer, the client, the market that you choose to serve to the point where someone is going to exchange value for it, okay, and we're talking here about monetary value. Now, a lot of businesses accelerate too quickly from this. They try and scale before they have this product market fit, And I suppose the question you should be thinking here is, when do I know I have that? Well, when you can go out there, and quite often in startup, if you're the founder, you're doing everything, you're doing the marketing, you're doing the selling, you might be creating the product, you might be delivering the the service, whatever it is, it's when you go out there and you pitch and someone says yes, a lot, right? Not once, importantly, not once. You don't go up and say, hey, listen, I've got this thing and it solves this problem, blah, blah, blah. It's, It's when you say that a few times and people are, Buying it, they're saying, listen, how can I have that? How can I pay you for that thing? More importantly, that's happening regularly and it's starting to get its own momentum. What you find in startups that are really performing well is if they have this product market fit, even if their marketing and sales activity isn't dialed in, when they make an offer, when they present what they do to someone, it's frictionless, right? It starts to work and other people start to talk about it and then you get referrals coming in and you get to a point where you grow quite quickly because you really have your offer dialed in. Now, the best book that I think I've read on this is Alex Hormozzi's 100 Million Offers. If you haven't read that book, go and read it because as he says, before you get into things like lead generation and all these kind of more clever uh, techniques to grow your business, you've got to get your offer right. If your offer works you know, the majority of the activity that you need at startup is done. If your offer isn't working, if it's not converting, even just at a basic level, then you've got much serious issues. And my my personal view is you shouldn't really move on to anything else that I'm going to talk about now in startup until you have those things in place. Okay, you have someone saying yes consistently to the offer that you are putting out. Okay, that's product market fit. The second thing, once you have, product market fit is you have to be able to build some type of repeatable, predictable sales model. Now, you could argue here that marketing becomes more important than sales, but my personal opinion is that in the beginning, if you're hustling and you haven't got the resources, big teams, lots of money to be able to throw at stuff, it's probably going to be you doing the hustling. Okay, Now, If you're a business that has to go and raise money you know because you're building a technology product or something that needs outside capital, you may have more resources in the beginning. But still, it's usually the founder who has to sell the vision, has to go out there and get those first few sales before you earn the right to build everything else out. So so once you have that product market fit, you then want to say, okay, how can I start to get repeatable sales from this? Instead of me having to pitch it all the time, how can I get that out there more readily? So whether that is marketing, whether that is sales, I'll let you guys decide which is more important. I have my own personal view on that. But what we are really talking about here is this repeatable sales model. So you know, one of my mentors once said to me that if you have lots of people interested in your product or service, you don't have a problem. In other words, everything that's at the other side of lead generation, right, isn't a problem because you have the cash flow coming in the business to be able to pay for those things. And I do believe that to be true as well. So the way to think of this is how, now that I know that I've got something that people want, it solves a problem. It's valuable in the market that I choose to serve. How am I going to start to get repeatable sales of that? Okay. And there are different things you can do. Obviously you can go out there and advertise, you can leverage social media, you can form partnerships. There's all sorts of ways of doing that, but whatever is a repeatable sales model that you can predict on a weekly basis is what you need to think about next. Okay, now we're still in startup, we're not in scale up yet, we're just getting those first elements of traction in place with your business. The third area is defining clear leadership roles. Now some people say that in startup, yeah, but it's just you and it might be that and whatever. You've still got to build out what I call the basic leadership team. Now this is not management. Okay, at this stage, we can't afford management. So leadership is that it's you potentially the founder or you might have a founding team and it's what resources do you have around you? What people do you have around you that can lead certain aspects of the business? Now this is important because right now we're not creating processes. All we do is having really high capable people, experienced people in clear roles that drive value at this stage of business, being able to own those lanes. So if you are really good as the visionary and creating partnerships and and pitching that vision, then that's a lane that you can play as the founder. You might have a co-founder who's fantastic at operations. So they need to understand how you start to build the infrastructure and the foundations of the machine. You might have someone else who's kind of in with you or starting with you who's fantastic at marketing. So they have to come up with the way that you are going to create demand and lead generation. But you have to establish the basic organizational design. As I said, you haven't got at this point the clear roles across and through the organization. You're not bringing in heaps of people, but you have to start to look at what those clear roles are. In most businesses that start, you definitely have to have some role that's about creating demand and leads. So that's normally some sort of marketing role. You need to have some form of converting those leads. You need to have some form of delivering the product or service and you need to have some way of managing the finances and the economic part of the business. Okay, quite often when you scale, that person becomes a CFO, etc. But at the beginning, the founder might have to wear all of those hats. But if you want to start to move from startup to scale up, you need to be able to delineate the different roles and ideally delegate them and have different people starting to, to come into your business as you're doing that transition from startup to scale-up. Okay, with me, we're still in startup, part one. All right, the next thing is cash flow management. You could argue this sits at the very top of the whole thing because so many businesses, when they start, they end up not surviving. And I forget the latest statistic, but people say it's like you know 90% of businesses that start fail and all that. A lot of them fail because they run out of money, right? And a business that doesn't have any money whatsoever isn't a going concern, so therefore it's not a business. So this is why when I work with a lot of clients, no matter what stage they're at, I say, you've got to get to profitability. I get this idea that, yeah, but we've got to invest and we're investing and we're driving revenue. Our business is valued as a revenue multiple and all these things. Listen, get to profitability and a lot of your other issues, problems go away. And I like to work with businesses that are cash flow positive from the very beginning. So we saw this a lot during covid people didn't have reserves of cash in their business and their businesses went bankrupt. Make sure that at this very important stage that you are absolutely focused on cash. Make sure that you spend money to help you with this if you need it. Get, you know, some sort of bookkeeping or some sort of fractional cfo service in, but you have to be able to manage cash. And this is where, you know, the investment choices that you make become critical. So where do you spend your money? Well, you spend your money on creating leads and sales. Because again, if you create sales revenue, then you're going to be able to generate cash to invest in everything else. So you can't transition into scale up unless you have a very, very good understanding of cash today, cash tomorrow, and what investments are going to do in your business to be able to allow you to step into that next stage of growth. Okay, Last one, okay, and this is kind of a mindset-y one, right? I know lots of you love me talking about mindset and you could argue that mindset is across every single stage of business growth and you would be 100% right. But when you're starting up, for me, it's about resilience and belief. You started the business for a reason. It could be a personal reason. Maybe you wanted to transition from where you're at because it was so painful when you work for someone as an employee. Maybe you have a bigger... Mission in the world to change something, you know, societal, economic, sustainability, whatever that is. But that belief, right, the thing that, you know, got you to do this in the first place, right, I wanted to do this and I believe I can. You've got to stay true to that. And the reason I say resilience is I personally think the startup game is a game of attrition. Okay, so what I mean by that is more people give up. Uh, than they do, like, you know, because of other reasons why the business, you know, went backwards or collapsed. It's tough. It's challenging. You're going to have your worst day and your best day, and it could be the same day. And it's fair to say that those things happen all the way through the journey of entrepreneurship. But in my opinion, they absolutely happen when you are in that sort of startup phase. And therefore, you've just got to make sure that you have the right people around you. That could be your team, it could be mentors, it could be coaches, it could be in a certain environment, but you've got to stay true and focused on the course. Okay, so I'm going to stop there because that is today's episode. The foundations of growth, business growth, the starting up phase of business. Five things I mentioned there. As I said, even if you are in a different stage of business growth, be that scaling up value expansion and potentially exiting, have a look back and see if those things are still in place in your business. Undoubtedly, they are if you have managed to transition to the next phase, but it's always good to look back and practice, if you like, the fundamentals. All right, so as I said, quick announcement today as well. So a lot of you have been asking about the different things that I do. And a lot of you know that I do one to one partnerships with clients, certainly ones that are a little bit more later stage, which we'll go through. But a lot of you have been asking about boot camps, workshops, masterminds. And I talked a little bit on the last episode about a mastermind that I'm launching later this year. But I'm also pleased to announce that I'm going to be running for the first time a number of scale to sale boot camps. I'm going to run one in the UK, one in Dubai and one in the US. And these are going to be two day boot camps, we're going to go through the scale to sale methodology. So all the stuff that I learned in private equity, what I call the secret playbook of private equity. And over that two days, you're going to learn how to reverse engineer a high value exit, learning the way that private equity does it. So no matter what stage of business you're at, it's going to be pretty much a masterclass in business strategy from me and some other experts I'll be bringing in. But more importantly, if you have the ambition of wanting to exit your business one day and you wanna know how to build it the right way from the very beginning, that is the purpose of the scale to sale boot camps. Okay, so if you're interested in that, please get in touch, reach out. We will have some links to some pages for you to be able to go on a a wait list and apply for those boot camps. But as I said, I'm gonna be running three this year. One will be in the UK, one will be in Dubai, and the other one will be in the US. So that is it. I hope you enjoyed part one of the stages of business growth. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you want more information about anything you heard in today's show, or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.